Today's episode of Bachelor Party on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by World Central Kitchen. Their relief team is working across America to safely distribute individually packaged fresh meals in communities that need support. And they're now serving tens of thousands of meals daily in some of our biggest cities like New York and L.A. And they're launching initiatives across America to deliver fresh, hot meals to hospitals and clinics, fighting on the front lines while keeping local restaurants in business as well. You can directly help the heroes in hospitals and clinics who are fighting for us, and you can help keep your local restaurants alive. Go to theringer.com slash WCK to donate. We're trying to raise $250,000, and if you have the means, it's an unbelievably great and useful cause that helps our hospital heroes, emergency workers, and local restaurants. Please give whatever you can. The money goes directly to the World Central Kitchen, and it's a charitable donation. Once again, that's theringer.com slash WCK. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with I'm my Dave buddy. Jacoby. Hi, oh, Dave Jacoby. Did you forget how to do the intro? I did. I'm sorry. I, you do. No, no. Listen, we'll, we won't edit it, but I, listen, we'll start over, but we won't edit it. Go. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm Dave Jacoby. I just, I went into host mode. I'm really sorry, okay? I, lo- I love you in host mode. I love you in host mode. <laughs> Thank host you so away. much. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about the challenge, but first Vanderpump rules. I felt so vindicated watching this show. I love when I'm right. And you doubted me last week. You didn't think that Tom Schwartz actually time would out. be a moron to time out. lose the, there's no time out here. Not let me fair. Finish. Not fair. Okay. You finish. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish. You thought that there's no way that Tom Schwartz would be dumb enough to lose the marriage license a second time. And yet, here we are. He confirmed it. He lost it. The piece of paper a second time. First of all, I cannot wait to talk about Tom Schwartz doing this. Yeah. But I have to lead with, you have more information than I do. Like, I have the show. I watch the television program. Like, I don't take it to the internet the way that you do. So you knew, because I figured it, it's a huge deal to me personally, Tom Schwartz, for getting the paperwork the second time when you we have exclusive reason that we are in Las Vegas is to get married, to get the actual paperwork, and you mess it up because, I, I can't even say it. Like He's fired from life. It's, I'm it, sorry. To me it's, it's To me, it's something that you put in the next time on. As a producer, oh, I'm just like, you put that in the next time on. <laughs> so when I watched it and they didn't put it in the next time on, because it was the end of the episode, it immediately went into the next time on. If you don't put that in the next time on, then I was like, oh, it's fake. That's what I was thinking. And you also have the internet. Like, okay, so do you. Hello. No, no, but I don't, I don't secretly follow. Like, you might not follow everybody on the show, but you probably check in on everybody on the show. Yeah. That's one of your moves. Yeah. I yeah. do a so, check in. Yeah. So I, yeah. So, like, the check in, you probably know from your various check ins that this actually happened. And one of my favorite things is my wife, Joey, shout out to her, happy birthday. She was watching this with me and the disgust from her. Yeah. Like just, just the, like the way you say fired from life. I mean, like, honestly, like Joey was like, I, you know, I don't really believe in killing people, but uh, <laughs> probably worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. He's now committed to unforgivable husband defenses, in my opinion. Like he's Wait, just no, 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 no. done. Two? Two? Yeah. Okay. A minimum no, so of no, two. No, no, I'm going. I'm going like five. I won't go through the top five because it'll uh, hijack the show for ten minutes. But let's not forget, even before like the paperwork mishaps and like the like, I can't pour a vodka cranberry. There's all of the times he didn't have Katie's back in arguments. Yeah. All of the times where someone was disrespecting Katie and he d- didn't like. Not only did he not just not defend her, that he would like low key kind of take the other side, like. The husband offenses that he has, he, which is why, like, the proverbial electric chair might be in place. Proverbial. <laughs> Not actual electric chair. Let's yeah. just call it. Tear up that piece of paper once you find it and get a divorce. Like, this isn't working, guys. He doesn't have your back, and he's completely incompetent. It's unbelievable. I didn't know that I was not turned on Tom Schwartz like that. 2020 has brought a lot of surprises, and... Chief among them is that I now am against Tom Schwartz. I didn't see it oh, coming. Can I go? Can I ride for Tom Schwartz then? Sure. First please of do. all, a business owner has a joint named after him that will survive the pandemic. And also, one of my favorite things about Tom Schwartz throughout this whole saga, he was like, Well, 
you knew I was going to lose that. It was the same thing. Like when he, like any responsibility, yeah. he's not just irresponsible, but like the worst irresponsible people are the people that are irresponsible, but have confidence. He doesn't have confidence. So he doesn't want the responsibility. Like remember, do you remember when he was going to be the best man at Jack's wedding? By the way, yeah. being the best man, not that hard. Not hard. He needs to do a not hard. Six minutes, six minutes speech. And uh, just like, I don't know, like book some strippers. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like three phone calls and like 45 minutes of writing a six minute speech. That's all it entails. Maybe buy some flasks because everybody gets flasks for the grooms. That's all it takes. But when he got that responsibility, he reacted like someone said to me, like, you're now head of the CDC. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like, dude, you're the Tom, best man at Jackson's wedding. It is now your job to set up contact tracing for all of America. <laughs> yes. yes. Get we to fired work. Fauci. We fired Fauci. <laughs> Get that same app that the Chinese have. Tom Schwartz, we, it's all you. I, I was just overwhelmed with disgust. And I, I thought I liked Tom Schwartz, but I, I do not. Let's move on. You know, he's just unbelievable. The most shocking thing that happened this week, though, by far. For, there's a 1A and 1B. 1A is that Sheena and Dana had like a friend hang, aka a play date. Like last I, mm. last I checked, they weren't friends, but all of a sudden they are friends. And Sheena, being the great friend that she is, this is 1B for the shock. Sheena brought with her to Dana's home a medium, a psychic, so that Dana could commune with her mother who died. And... Didn't go over well, Dana. She was really upset and like offended. And so then Sheena uh, left and it turned out that the psychic was just like waiting outside. And it was so fucking crazy. It was fake. This was fake. Because okay, but- let's imagine. No, 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 let me go down to see. I'm, I'm very passionate about this particular scene. Okay. Because she brings the medium, not a psychic, a medium. Very different, Juliet. Yeah, um, you're right. Whatever that industry is called is very upset with us right now. Sorry, she's a medium. I wonder um, if she's related to the medium that was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in season one. Remember that medium? That, that it, Camille? It depends. If, there's, if they have like the, if, a, if you look through the credits and like they have the same AP, you know what I mean? That has like, that had to, that had to Google search like medium Beverly Hills. Same, so, it's the same production company. So probably. <laughs> If, first of all, Dana and Sheena aren't friends, so I don't know why Sheena's ever going to Dana's house in the first place, probably for the show, right? And then she sits down and she's like, oh, by the way, blah, blah, you know, I got this medium for you. And then Dana straight up asks her the question. What question did Dana ask her? Is she here? Is she here? And what was Sheena's answer? No. (laughs) Yes, it's pretty clear. Your response is pretty much what they said. It was like, no, she's not here. But then imagine if she was there standing by. It's Los Angeles. She'd be standing by in a what? Hair and makeup? Car. Car. In a car. She'd be right. in a car, like in the parking lot. But the discussion between Sheena and the quote unquote medium happened like at the bottom of the apartment building stairs, which yeah, just like seemed in, like, unrealistic. Yeah, it seemed like they were like, like, like the, she just happened to be coming at the same time that Sheena happened to be leaving, which all just happened to be within earshot of Dana to me just had that like as a longtime reality television viewer was like, you guys could have made this a little bit more viable to me. Right. Yeah. At least have the medium be in like some Prius on the street, you know, friend to Prius. There's so many of them available in LA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that the whole, it just like, it didn't make any sense though, because I mean, Sheena will do anything that producers tell her to anything because I don't think Sheena like knows how to find her own medium. Like let's say she did think this was a good idea and like someone suggested to her and she, then she Great was point. like, okay, sure. It's not like Sheena like got out the yellow pages or like Googled medium Los Angeles. She just probably was like, okay, like just tell me where and when and show up. Like she will do anything for the show. She's a good soldier. But Dana seemed like legitimately upset and like disturbed. She did. And I understand like it, Sheena and as someone who power ranks their friends often, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I would say if Dana were to do the same, like we're not, we're getting into like the mid fifties with Sheena, you know, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. And it's like, Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I know you lost your parent. And that's like one of the most emotional things and that totally like influences your psyche and your everyday behavior. But I just thought maybe I would stand by and watch as a spectator while you spoke to her through like a, I don't know, totally maybe fake medium human being who's outside waiting. Like that is not, <laughs> That's not like, well, I don't welcome that into my home, you know? Also, also, how about when Dana was like, well, you've never lost a parent. Sheena's like, I know, but my mom has. And then it was just a really awkward <laughs> pause. It was so <laughs> yes, weird. Yes. My mom has was a strange, 
It was just so, so weird. Sheena well, is just my like great, on my great, one. My great-grandmother has. My great-grandmother has. So. <laughs> yeah. Relate. Okay. Relate. I relate. I relate. We all, we, she gets it. It's just, everything with Sheena is so depressing, and this was super, super weird. I have to say, I still like Dana. I'm still in on Dana. Oh, out on Dana. Way out on Dana. Are you really? Why? Yeah. Because of Brett? Okay. No. It was this. It was, all right. Um, oof, God! You're about to you're about to lose. You're about to regret. You said that you still like Dana. You ready? Okay. Give me okay. give me like a 120 seconds just to convince you. You're on the clock. How did Dana get into this world? How did she? How was she introduced to this circle? Explain. She moved to LA and applied for mm-hmm. a job at Sir, assuming she'd be able to get on TV. She went to the Sky Bar at the Mondrian during a party. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> and she ended up going back to the suite, which I've been to, and it's and Jax is there. Do you remember? And they made the phone call yeah. on the on the yeah. balcony, and In like she bathroom, was part yeah. of like those girls that started the problem. She definitely got the phone numbers of the producers, right? For sure. So then she shows up. She's dating somebody who's pseudo on the show. She does a stand up comedy bit, and then she's all of a sudden dating someone else who's also pseudo on the show, like sort of like the same ranks within like a very short time frame. It does feel to me like, like she is strategically appearing in my living room, not sort of like organically appearing in my living room in a weird way, which I think Sheena is. You know? <laughs> Sheena's like our friend. She's been in our life for so long. We can't get rid of her. Yes. Like, I don't feel like she gained this. She just be like that happened to her. But I feel like like Dana made this happen. Yes, Do you that's still, great- are you still in on Dana? No, thank you for reminding me about the Mondrian. I'd forgotten about the Mondrian, and that's like a primal sin to me. You can't come back from that. There's just no coming back. Like, if I were, like, I think that I instinctively defend Katie, though she's very hard to defend, because I, like, relate to her. I feel like if I were in this group of friends, I would be the Katie, as as sad as that might be. And if I can just imagine, if I were Katie and I found out that my husband, Tom Schwartz, at the Mondrian with Dana one night, I would be so fucking pissed, and I would hate Dana. Oh, see, I disagree. Because about what part? The, that I'm not the, the Katie. The fact, Thank no, you. No, the fact of the matter is, is just because you go back to that Mondrian room with females does not mean anything happened. You know, I what just mean? don't like, like. Yeah, but I don't. I have a disposition socially against like hotter younger women. I'm just like, nah, no thanks. I don't want. I'm not. I don't want to get involved here. <laughs> like, just like now. <laughs> just be honest. Well. Well, good. This is a safe space. No one's recording Thanks. this. You know? No one's listening. It's totally, it, yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I hope people are listening. <laughs> Can we talk about Sheena again for a second? Of course, I would love to talk about Sheena again for a second. Two things. Sheena had her second egg retrieval. I'm happy she had it. She got seven eggs, I believe, or eight, she said. And she was really mad that Brett didn't call her after. And Brett is such a good... Dude, he was just such a dick. He was like, well, you call me if you need anything. And she's like, Brett, that's not the point. I mean, hold on. I'm going the other way with this one, too. Sheena wanted every single person in her phone to call her after she had the egg retrieval. And I understand. She feels lonely. I understand. Me me and my wife went back and forth on this one, too. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot to ask. And she's like, look, it's actually more invasive of a thing than you think. Like, it's it's a thing. You know, it's 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 not. Full anesthesia. Yeah, I think think for um, for our side of the, the aisle, we'll call it. I think we just go into a bathroom and jerk off in a cup, which is like totally yeah. not invasive whatsoever. You know, I think it's like the <laughs> it's opposite. Pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like this. Yeah, it's like I, I do that twice a day, like at work. And it's like okay, like, not into a cup. It's, it's um. But I would say that that she wanted she wanted a lot more attention. She did not have her left arm amputated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I I think that she was she was asking for a lot from this elective, extremely elective surgery. Well, she wants to be able to have kids in the future. She's 34. Doesn't didn't seem like it'd be happening anytime soon. She, you know, it's also like it's emotional. It's not how you imagine like your your story coming together. I feel for her. I really do. And also it's 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 like I think painful. And like you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I said surgery. And like maybe now my eggs are frozen. It's fucking weird. But nonetheless, things are looking up for Sheena because as you texted me earlier in the week, Sheena has a boyfriend. Glad you brought this up. Sheena not only has a boyfriend, is she's like, you, I haven't, <laughs> I, you correct me because I, I read this only once. She's like, I haven't posted about my great new relationship with this perfect boyfriend, but it's been going on for four months. Seven. And 
Seven months. Seven months. Sorry. Yes, please. Thank you for correcting me. And you can go to this website and see the entire thing unfold. It's like, it's like the last dance with Michael Jordan. It's like we have this documentary footage that we've been holding on to that we're now releasing after we've been together and now we're publicly announcing our relationship with a very nice picture of the two of them. So his name is Brock Davies. He's a trainer. He owns several gyms of which like it's like an F45 gym. I don't know what that is, but it's a type of gym. He has many of them and they're in San Diego. He's an Australian. And I was once talking Mm. to a a producer of this television show who this was like a year and a half ago. And he told me that Sheena is like notorious for introducing her boyfriend on social media at certain points in the calendar. So it either will, so it either will get her like into magazines or it will become a storyline of the show, but she does it like very strategically. Whoa, this is chess. This is 4d <laughs> chess relationship having this. Like I would never even consider that. And here I am being snarky about their behaviors. So you're telling me that Sheena will introduce new relationships at certain like months and days because that will be best for the news cycle to get her into like us yes. weekly. You said magazine like it was like 1998. You also said like like this is this is 2020. Like it's the last time you bought a magazine, Juliet. A really long time and like a really long time. In fact, I'm staying at my brother's and he gets so many magazines in the mail and I'm just like what the fuck. <laughs> That's so Joey Lemon. Maggie has multiple magazine subscriptions. One time at my home, quick aside, like my, at the time, like an 18 month old daughter started getting like kids sports illustrated. I was like, this is no, it's like, no, no, no. Chloe did not sign up for this. I said, she did not. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how this happened. Magazine subscriptions might be there just to boost the numbers, but shout to Sheena though. Because I know I, I'm happy for I, her. She's not quarantining alone. And you know, maybe those eggs will be put to use soon. She looked good in the picture. So did he. Yeah. Cute couple. She's happy. Yeah. Were they like sitting on a cliff or something? Yeah. Good for them. One of my top questions were, did she make this vlog with the help of Brett? Because, you know, he's really into vlogging. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Brett things from this week. A couple things about Brett. Number one, love. Let's move on. Let's talk about Brett. Um, love to like, well, where I'm from. It's, it's just different. And they're like, where are you from? He's like, Jersey. The, Jersey's gotten to the Wait. point where you don't say New Jersey anymore or where you're from in New Jersey. You just say the, the two syllables and everyone's like, uh, I get it. I think people from Jersey in particular say that, but that was asked after he said, when defending hooking up with Dana after she's hooked up with Max, he was like, where I'm from, it's not a big deal to sleep with someone that your friend is already your friend with. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, where are you from? And he said, Jersey. And it was really, really funny. Brett's a clown. That's just coming out more and more. Uh, stand by. We have a special cameo appearance from my wife, Shwa Jacoby, who just turned 24 yesterday. Uh, question for you, Joey. Um, Brett, he is allergic to buttoning buttons on his shirt. Have you noticed that? Oh, he's trying to be like Peter. Mm. Oh, my God. Who wants to be like Peter? Disgusting. <laughs> like- yeah, Peter, Peter gets, he gets no screen time. They tried to work him in, but his hair and his jacket were just so bad. I'm sorry, those shirts? And why is it so tight and like... He's like bulging out of them. It's like he's trying to be like Thor or something like that. He wants to look bigger than he is or something. It's really gross. It's not attractive. Who? Right. And the the worst thing, I'm sorry, have you guys already talked about Dana? Yes, we, yeah. So, Julia, how hot he was. Oh, we haven't gone there. Go there. Oh, yeah. That's just awful. I was so embarrassed for her. Her. In the nightclub, she's like, Just so you know, you're like the hottest person that a lot of people here have seen in their lives. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's like pretty much the direct quote. I am disgusted by Brett. I have been from the beginning. I find him so gross. If he was the hottest person I'd ever seen in my life in person, I would have a really sad life, especially living in Los Angeles where there's a lot of attractive people. You can do better than Brett, people. Also, they were at Nightingale on La Cienega, which is an awful nightclub. Awful. I hate it there. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I haven't been in, I haven't been in a while, to be clear. I went one time and it was it was awful. in a while. We're also in a quarantine. You say it, I know exactly who you are. I won't name the person. No names. <laughs> they shall remain nameless. But it was a dark night a couple of years ago. <laughs> Definitely Taylor Cameron. Definitely. Tyler, Tyler and Tyler, sorry. I sorry, wish. Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> 
he entered my life more recently. But when when she said that, I was just like, are we looking at the same person? I was like, this this is the problem. Just with go to Jersey. I, I, just gross. Dana would fit in really well on the Jersey Shore. Great point. He probably does very well there. She might be in like family reunion episode. I mean, season nine, she'll be there. I love Jersey Day with the Jersey Shore fam still. They're, they're great people. Are you going to watch the new ones? Are you going to watch the new ones? Yeah, I you know so I I tried to get into TikTok at the beginning of quarantine and it like I was like interested in it for like a week but like it's too noisy I'm not into it. But the only content on TikTok that I like is Snooky because it's all her and her daughter doing dances and they're really cute. Her daughter's like four. They're just like Aww. so adorable. She's like a little meatball, just like just like Snooky. It's I adorable. I try it with my kids, but I would never show it to anyone. But I just text to text it to me. I want to see the videos. Yeah. <laughs> Right, bye. Thank you, Thanks Joey. for the cameo, Joey. Happy birthday. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Appreciate bye. You. What about what else about Bandy? Oh, Charlie. Can we can we go Charlie? Charlie? Yeah, absolutely. I I stand. I stand. I really do. She's, She's my got favorite. Away with words. She's rookie of the year. She is like the you know what she is? Like there's John Morant and Zion Williamson. And obviously sure. Zion Williamson didn't get to play as many games, and John Morant's clearly the rookie of the year, but like Charlie has the most screen presence and the most potential of all the new characters. 100%. Well, absolutely. I don't know if she's a leading lady, but she's like a really strong number two. I, I yes. can't, we can't count her out though, but I think she's just a really good number two. We've never seen her, her do the two F's. She's never fought with anybody and she's never F'd anybody. So it's like, <laughs> that's really when you start developing yourself as a character and her line, um, she's like talking about sleeping with Brent. She's like, that is just gross. She's like, oh, he's like the kind of guy that cries after. And when I when she said that, I was like, oh. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's correct. I've never, I've, I've never slept with a dude that cried after, but I can imagine that's happened before to a lot of women and it's not a turn on. I can imagine. I don't know why, but I can just like imagine Charlie responding to that. Just being like, get me the fuck out of here. Or something like that. <laughs> Just on her phone being like Uber pool, whatever it takes. Like whatever Any Uber it takes. Available. Yes. And next, next best Uber, black pool, helicopter, whatever it takes to get me out of here. She's and also her outfit when they went out. It's just like she someone was it, Sheena called her a club rat. You know what? Yeah. She's not a club rat. She's club rat chic. Yes, I agree with that. She works club rat. Yeah. It it works for her. It makes sense. Like the Charlie like seems like it's this is like her natural habitat. This is how she should be dressing. She's club rat chic. Brett, on the other hand, it's just like, dude, this is not natural. And like, you need to get a grip. Like, you don't look good. We no one, no one's liking what you're putting out there at all. And what I you disagree. just said. Ugh. Well, stop defending Brett's looks. Is he the I most- like Brett? I think he's handsome. Am I the only person? <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, Dana at least agrees. But you just made me think of something for Charlie for her future. You know, we're, we really like her and we want more of her. Let's get her on The Real Housewives. And her tagline can be, I will fight with you, but I will not fuck with you. I just feel like that. I just feel like that would oh. be a great tagline. She's <laughs> way too young for that franchise. Well, for now, yes. But that franchise will still be around in like 2060 when she, when yeah. she comes there. When yeah, Charlie's she- ready. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she will have all the surgeries. She will she will be like a robot. Yeah, 100%. I just want to note, no Jax or Brittany in this episode. Just not there. We've all had enough. And what what is yeah. there for them to say? Nothing. I didn't miss them. But like as we're talking this through, I'm like, a lot of the new kids this week. You know what? I liked it. It was working for me. James, James and Lala's studio session. No, thank you. I don't even want to discuss it with you. Yeah, and it was boring. I just like, no, Where's, no I want Rand. I found myself being like, rant. where's Rand? Like, where's Rand? I'm like, where's Rand? Where's Charlie? Like, where, where are we at with Brett? Like, already kind of moved on. I have. Not enough Sando. Didn't get enough Sando this episode either. I know. The medium was just such a shocking situation that I was just like, what the fuck? And it lingered over the whole episode. Let's go on to the yeah. challenge. But first, let's yes. talk about today's yes. sponsors. We'll talk the challenge, but first... Let's talk about Article. As we look to make the most of our home's outdoor spaces right now, Article is here to make your dream patio a reality. With weather-resistant dining sets, loungers, and sofas, Article's selection of outdoor furniture makes it easy to create a welcoming patio oasis. I have a few pieces from Article in my home. I've got an amazing like bar. I have a 
side table. I have a lamp. They're all really high quality. They were super easy to put together. They came quickly. And I have no doubt their outdoor furniture would be just as good. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store, the comfort and simplicity of online shopping. Their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. You'll find plenty of items that have a modern aesthetic of mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. With Article, you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Their fast, affordable shipping is available across the USA and Canada. It's free on orders over $999. Article is offering you, my listener, $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Visit article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor and get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I need to tell you about Causebox. It's a quarterly subscription box curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are either ethical, sustainable, and have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. Each cause box comes with six to eight full-size products. You can get everything from skincare to jewelry to homewares and accessories. The last four boxes sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 worth of stuff for only $50. The box is shipped right to your door for free and opening it makes you feel like you got yourself a huge surprise box of gifts. Causebox is also a perfect gift for mom or for your sister or for your friends. I got my own sample box and there's a few things in it that I absolutely love. First of all, it had some great stud earrings, which I've been wearing for the last few weeks. Second, it had an insulated cup that you could use for wine or coffee. It keeps things hot and cold. It also had a great uh, laptop case, which I really needed, a bag that was perfect for the gym, a skincare product, and still a couple more things. I was honestly thrilled to get it. If you're interested in this, go to causebox, C-A-U-S-E-B-O-X.com slash bachelor and use the code bachelor to get your first box for 30% off. That means you can get your first box of over $250 of stuff for less than $39 plus free shipping. Again, go to causebox.com slash bachelor and use the code bachelor. You're going to love it. Okay. The challenge. Before we get into this week's episode, I need to tell you about a love triangle that we weren't even aware of, but I looked into and it is it's pretty big. It also is, it has a lot of bearing on the season. So I'm just going to explain. Jay, he is from Survivor originally. Yep. BCT, his hero. Yeah. Yeah. Then he was on X on the Beach and X on the Beach too. When he was on X on the Beach, he met someone from Big Brother named Morgan, who he started dating. Morgan then went on to the challenge Dirty 30, still dating Jay. She got paired up with Bananas in the challenge Dirty 30, and they got voted out like right away. After that, because they were voted off, they traveled together all over Europe, but she was still dating Jay. So then they go on X on the Beach 2, where they're like kind of broken up, but they get back together in the house. And then on the reunion of X on the Beach 2, Jay asks Morgan, his girlfriend, to take a lie detector test to ask if she has cheated on him with Johnny Bananas. She will, she she will not do the test. She takes it off and she's just like, let me explain something. Juliet, and she won't do stop. it. Stop. Juliet, why <laughs> did we start the podcast with this? I'm not done what yet. What are you I'm, doing? I'm not what done. What are you doing? I'm not done. We're like, we're like a minute 31. <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, please. So, so then Jay and Morgan break up and she's now dating Johnny bananas. And then six months after this lie detector test, which she would not take Jay and bananas are on the challenge together. And who does bananas target the first chance to throw into the elimination Jay, but he's like, he's the one who should be embarrassed. He is dating Jay's ex and they were dating at the time when they first met. It's fucking crazy. So bananas and Jay have like this serious beef and like, it's just not on the show. It's really weird. Okay. First of all, I've Googled it since you said something. And I just want to say to the listeners who are just not as cranberry bog deep in this world as Juliet is, this is real. 
This is yes. an actual thing that happened. Yes, and we it is not made so a single real. mention on the show, not in one interview. And if you're a producer of the show, I would put this front and center right after Jay beats CT in the elimination and garners the red skull on his helmet. This yeah. is, would be my number one storyline. So my question yeah. for you is, Juliet, as you're in the bog, why is this not acknowledged even in a subtle way on the program? I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I think that Jay doesn't really care about bananas at all. I think that he is just like, okay, you can date Morgan. She's crazy, but like have fun. So I think that like Jay is like kind of like too chill. I think Jay does. I think he doesn't fight. He doesn't do the two Fs like Charlie. I think that's the issue. Cause like bananas, you know, he's a Sheena. He'll do whatever for the camera. So like if this was beneficial for his storyline, he would play it up. But I think that Jay like doesn't care. First of all, I think you're underestimating Johnny Bananas. Any okay. sort of drama, any sort of storyline, anything that gets you minutes. It's like a basketball league. You want minutes on the court. Anything that gets you on the show, more screen time, the better. you milk, especially yeah. if you're a vet. Johnny Bananas should be milking this. And you know I like Jay. And my wife, Joey, is still in the room. When Jay appeared on the screen, as I said last week, she likes him. Yeah, he's cute. He's cute. He seems sweet. Seems like a good guy. I yeah. Him and he him and D CT. seems to have been dropped. Yeah, he beat CT. He, he beat cried CT about at it. A, at a challenge that was like CT beneficial. Yes, totally. I, Jay, Jay, right now, Jay is the only guy who can run TJ's final. <laughs> <laughs> run TJ's final. Well, the only prospect, you should say. The only why are they prospect. the same prospect? Why, it's why can't you, they call you him brought rookie? it up. You brought it up last week and now it's like really on my mind. They definitely use the word prospect in a way where it's like it's in their contract. It's like, what yeah. a, why are we just where? I think they're told that they can't say rookie or something. I don't get it. Is it like I mean they might not want to say rookie because technically a lot of quote unquote prospects prospects are not rookies. You know what I mean? Right. So they wanted like for some reason they had a conference meeting, they had a conference call, or like and they like decided that was a thing they were gonna like push and there was some like ad that was like making sure that they redid every take where they called them rookies that's what happened now more than ever i want to meet the producers of the show like obviously i've always been interested in the entire real world road rules challenge franchise but like the shit they're coming up with is just so weird that i'm just like how did you like who who was like let's have a challenge where people pull giant puzzle pieces out of 55 degree water with like these icebreakers on the side I have no idea that icebreakers did. Like functionally, like, those people weren't of, were in the challenge. I have challenge. a lot of strong opinions about that challenge format. You've got a five-person team, three people in water, which is freezing. The other two people are doing what? Explain to someone who I, maybe is listening to this that did not see it. Explain with the other two people on the team what their function was. They're standing at an ice block and they're hammering the ice. I don't really know why. I was like, what is this contributing? No, but they're upstairs. And if you break yeah. off a chunk, it slides down a little metal slide. It goes into a, I don't know. I don't speak gallons, but like a tank, a, a pool, like a real pool. Yeah. It was a yeah. pool. It wasn't the size of a pool. You would like dive into and swim around it, but it wasn't a hot tub. It was like a, between like, like an outdoor, above, above like an outdoor pool yeah. size, above ground, like above ground pool size pool. And they're putting ice cubes in there, not affecting a thing. Nothing. While three people like basically like opened carabiners and made a puzzle. Literally had nothing, nothing to do with it. It was just the whole thing was so weird. And they're so committed to this like quasi torture in the bunker. It's so, so strange. I can't get over it. And so I'm just like, who are these people? The congruence to what I do every day, like the parallel lives that I'm living with like <laughs> bear from England is just, it's insane. Like they're like the bunkers making me crazy. Remember like there's a couple of those this week. It's just started to happen this week because they've been in there for about four weeks, just like we have. And they're starting to be like, yeah, maybe it was the bunker that made me do that. I think it was Ashley or bear or whoever. And they're like, the really living quarters are hostile. <laughs> this is playing really well for MTV and then the challenge because MTV like is not the MTV that I grew up with. And I have a, yeah. I have a, can I give you a little bit of homework? Okay. Just look up the ratings. I wonder what the ratings are like better than last year, better than last season, worse than last season. How many people are watching? Cause I think that the challenge is what the people need right now. Like it's I wouldn't be surprised show. if it was double of last season. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Also people who like the challenge are like, 
fired up about it because there's no sports on. So it's just really exactly filling, filling a need. <laughs> exactly. Definitely um, filling a need. On the topic of bear, I don't get bear. Bear is like a Casanova or like a someone would like who you potentially couldn't resist if you're Kayla is so confusing to me. I, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? But nonetheless, Bear is like at the center of everything. This week, he incites a fight with Ashley by blowing a fire extinguisher in her face. You're just blowing. You're you're going through. You're going through this this like ten minutes of television way too fast. Bear spends I don't know like it seemed like ninety minutes in a room with Kayla, just an onslaught of ridiculous over the top come ons. Just there's not it was, it like was like a there's joke. no subtlety. None. It's a joke, but it's not a joke. No, and he there's means no it. subtlety it. to it whatsoever. Like just you're so beautiful. I know you like me. Like over and over. However, Kayla didn't leave the room. Oh, seemed to just, no. Seem seemed to you know enjoy it. I would say, and again, like you are stuck in a bunker in Prague or whatever. And like, hey, anyone wants to tell you pretty, you sit around and listen to it. You know, it's not cheating. But like, but. Bear is so over the top and he's such a try hard that he almost makes try hard look good. Try hard to me is like, if someone called me a try hard, it would be like, it's, it's, it's one of the worst things you can say to me. Oh my God. For you specifically, I feel like you try to make everything seem smooth and genuine and like natural. It'd be really mean to call you a try hard. Yeah. Like, no, again, and I am trying to make it seem that way because it's not naturally that way. And that's a good read by you. But I will say that if like being called a try hard would suck, but he like, wears try hard the way like some dudes wear male pattern baldness it's just like oh you're rocking it you know what i mean like william in westworld where it's something that's like dude i kind of want to be bald right now because that looks dope on you woody harrelson you know what ed i mean harris. You're just like, yeah. yeah yeah ed harris it's, it's william from westworld yeah it's just like like this looks amazing like i do i do i go to the barber with your picture and ask for this i can't but like it's working and i feel like bear is doing that with try harding too hard with kayla your thoughts well I've always thought there's something must be something about Nani that doesn't translate to TV because like men just seem to like melt around her. And I'm like, does Bear have something in person? Okay, I know that Nani's hot, but she's must be Whoa, even hotter yes. in person. Yes, yes. First of all. I know that Nani, I know that she's hot. I know she's hot. But I just feel like the way that men respond to her is like so bizarre to me. But whatever. But I just feel like Bear oh, no, must we be have, magnetic. No, 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 no. We're not gonna move on from that. We're not gonna move on. So you quote unquote. <laughs> No, she's hot. So you've established her as hot, but you don't understand why men react to her as a hot girl. Yeah. She's a hot girl. She's not hot. That's a good way of putting it. She's not like Bella Hadid. Well, you know, like she's not, she's not that, but she's, uh, she, she's a, a hot girl. She carries herself. Yeah. Yes. She's the type of, yes. Yeah, she's, the, we, we've, we all know a Nani, you know, just carries herself like a hot girl, regardless of if she's hot or not. Nani happens to be pretty. I I totally agree. But, no, but I understand what you're saying. No, I can herself. go the other way. <laughs> I can go the other way. Like if you want if you get technical about her beauty, it's like, you know, yeah, doesn't check all the boxes. Yeah. She's improved with age. But anyway, I just feel like with Bear, there must be something about being around him that people actually like him. Because I just like when he's doing his confessionals, he's like yelling into the camera. And I'm like, dude, who are you trying to impress right now? Like, it's just you and the camera and us and the viewer. Like, just be yourself. Play, play it a little bit chiller. And he can't. But apparently it works that Kayla can barely resist him. I, I barely resist him might be a stretch because, you know, Queen Kayla is a, you know, I'm a big fan. But... I would say that like uh, bears just he's uniquely built for this particular scenario, you know. Like we're all going to be televised. We're stuck together, literally, with no windows. So we need a pot stir. We need something to talk about. We need like a lightning rod of conversation or like a something that we can unify, not necessarily against, but unifying conversation about. And I feel like Bear does that for not just the people in front of the camera, but also the people behind the camera, because it took him inexplicably firing off a fire extinguisher <laughs> in a room full of like a dozen people with no windows. Like that's just something that not only would I never think to do, like I would, if, if someone told me I did that, I would automatically check myself into a mental institution. Like it's just not <laughs> normally constructive behavior. And while I, while he was spraying the mist, I was thinking to myself, I was like, what is the chemical makeup of that? Cause I know it's not just like H2O. No. You know, no, like, it, it's, not, like, it's like a powder. It's not good. Like that's like it's yeah. really, it really fucked up to spray that if you don't need it. It's a bad idea. 
It like spraying a fire extinguisher like messes up a lot of shit. There's like all these chemicals in it. So it's, I can't imagine having that in your mouth. That's like definitely toxic. I hope she drank a lot of water. <laughs> uh, speaking of acid, which we'll get to, but he also held on to the nozzle like a little too long. It was like, <laughs> She was like, dude, like, yeah, w- w- yeah, you filled the room. I g- got it. You don't like, you know, you don't need, don't need to keep going there, bear. We got, we got you, buddy. When people like cause a mess like that, I'm like, and now you have to stay there. It's not like you can leave. You like, someone has to clean that up. I hope it was him. Probably wasn't. But I'm just like, dude, this is your place. It's not like you can just leave. Like you're stuck here. Like the rest of us. Why did you do this? I don't get it. So it led to a big fight between Ashley, who spit on him, and then Maddie got involved. But one person I want to talk about who you might not have even noticed, Juliet, is my favorite prospect on the challenge. Um, big T? Czechoslovakian, wait, do we say Czechoslovakian anymore? No. Um, Just check. The, the Czech security guard who has to stand oh my between God. two people Of course arguing. I noticed him. Of course <laughs> I, I noticed him. <laughs> love that guy so much. Hasn't said a word. Not only hasn't said a word, hasn't said a word with his face either. He's so stoic. Not physically it, intimidating. Yeah, he's just there. He's the closest to a tree that a human could be. He just like <laughs> yes. is giant, like human pole in the middle of women fighting and like yelling at each other. I love that guy. And he's like, just, he's so generic. He's amazing. <laughs> like there's some security guards that like take it very seriously and like the case, the joint. They're like, and, like whoa, whoa, whoa. At- they like put yeah, their hands up. We don't up, want any problems. Themselves. Like there might be, I'm, I'm legally obligated to stop you guys from fighting. He's clearly there. Like you guys aren't really about to punch each other. I know that I'm getting yeah. paid the same, whether you do or don't punch each other. So I'm just going to stand in between you because I have to, it's not so because something's going to happen just because I have to. And I'm also from like Eastern Europe where there's real fist fights and you guys aren't close to that. So I'll be here. Yeah. Don't he's like, you think, you think this is a bunker? I get the same here bouncing a biker bar in Prague. You know what I mean? Like I get the same rate. So I'll, this is great gig for me. <laughs> he was, he just was like stood in the middle of them. Just like walked right into the middle of the scrum and then like didn't really move again. She's like, okay, just you're yelling. No big deal, whatever. But then it turned into a pretty good fight between Maddie and Ashley. I, I enjoyed it. No one got hurt. So it was, you know, you're free to enjoy it. And, you know, jail was brought up. It, it 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 got very yeah. real. It got real for Maddie, and I'll just say Ashley. She she fights below the belt. She doesn't. Keep, she's she's not keep it uh fair. She's just yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge wants, Ashley fan. I find that her thing is more like she yelling likes is to her strategy. A, yell and like give a parting shot. Like oh, I got voted mm-hmm. in, and I'm gonna kick something and stand on a coffee table and tell somebody that they suck. You know, <laughs> like at the end of the fight, right before I walk out, I'm gonna say something mean. It was just kind of like. Okay, and then you end up in the challenge, and oh, you uh, can't break a flower pot. Like, all right, cool. The weirdest thing is that she's good at puzzles. Like, it's really weird that she's like smart because just Great the way point. she, the way that she comports herself is like she's like hiding that fact. Like, she doesn't really want you to know that she's actually really smart and like really good at all the mental challenges. Like in the quadrants of like, how much fake hair do you have? How old you are? How much you read? and how good you are at puzzles. She's like the weird spot where it's like yeah. lots of fake overlap. hair, also really good at puzzles. It's just like nothing yeah. else. It's like that. She's just a completely outlier in that like quadrant that it's, it, I understand exactly what you're saying. It's also like, <laughs> she's kind of the opposite of Tori who I really adore. Tori is awful at puzzles, but she is very like, she speaks in a very level-headed way and she's like very, uh, she explains things a lot. Like you think Tori would actually be good at them, but she's so you would. bad. Yeah. It might just yeah. be like anything else like, like handwriting or coordination or spelling where it's just like me geography, like intellectual blind spots. Like maybe she must just have that because even Justin was like, I need to make sure that Tori does not get in a puzzle. Final. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's really bad she's at them. Need- I call him Justin Jordan. I'm, His name's Jordan. Every it, week. It's I get it wrong pretty every rude. Week. It's pretty rude to call one of our best living athletes by the wrong name, but I won't tell him. It's okay. Don't worry about it. He just it, to, he just got drafted tonight by the Raiders in the second round. It's weird. It was just like they, they didn't even put a position up. They didn't put a position up. They're like, he got drafted. Like, you know, Mayhawk and Gruden really believe in this guy. They don't know what he's gonna do for the football team. We're gonna have him in camp and figure it out. 
My my major issue with this season, which I'm really enjoying, is that I feel Jordan and Tori are really underperforming. Like they don't have much of a storyline. They aren't mm. really performing that well. I want more from my favorite couple on the challenge. I was really hoping for more, and they're coming off such a dominant performance last season. I kind of can't believe it. But you know, you know, people get engaged, they get married, and they get complacent. They just come home and they just do their thing they get bored. in a group. They're they're bored. They might need to lose like in an egregious way to get the wake up call they need. That's, Can I go that's, the other way? Sure. Maybe because like there's just sheer numbers in the house right now, in the bunker. Like just the numbers are so big. Like they're like, you know what? It's like, I'm just going to rope-a-dope the whole show and like I'll show up in the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know no one's going to take us out in a, in a purgatory, which last right. week we couldn't think of purgatory. It's always good to bring a little religion into the, the challenge finals. <laughs> of it's course. like a, yeah, <laughs> always a good idea. But I do think that, like, I think we'll hear a lot more from them later. And also, as a producer, when you're you've shot the whole thing, and you're like, you know what, like, we're gonna lose Ashley early, so let's let her like burn hot and bright and quickly because Jordan and Tori end up like carrying the second half of the show. That's mm-hmm. my prediction for those. Okay, okay. Before the season started, we did predictions on the Ringer.com, and the, and one of the questions is like, who's gonna have a big breakout? And I was like, based on name alone, I'm going with Big T. And you want to know what? Big T delivered this week. Breakout that she did. First of all, she's fun out of the club, which is huge, just absolutely crucial. Second of all, yeah. she's just like down for some get fun gameplay, and she's just sort of like arbitrarily picking sides. And I really like it. Thank you, Big T. It's Big T doesn't seem like she cares if she's there or not, which is really refreshing. Like everyone else is just like, it's like survivors, like at all costs, I need to stay on the show. Like it's honestly like, I mean, this might even be true. Like you get escalators every episode you're on or something or like screen time or whatever. But Big T seems like, yeah, whatever, I'm here. But like, if I can get a plane ticket tomorrow, don't care. I'll sleep in my bed instead of in a bunker. I thought Big T was great, not just this week, but like all along. Been yeah. Fan. I also just like how she's, She'll just work with Johnny Bananas. The game recognizes game, you know? She's like, yeah, you you show me the path and I'll come along and, and just go with it. I really liked it. It was a really strong tribunal performance. And she's she's now like, you know, high on my draft board going forward. I, I'm she's all high in on, my draft on Big board. T. I'm glad they went out two weeks in a row. Me that made too. me happy. Like, I, I, need, I need that kind of weekly. But there is one thing that I'm kind of looking for, which is no hookups. No we hookups. Nani and Asaf, I want to say his Asaf, name Asaf, yeah. Yeah, a soft week one, but like there's been no hookups besides I hate even I can't say his name. Him and Bailey. Like there's no actual hookups besides the Swaggy C. <laughs> I can't say it. I refuse to fix my lips and say those words into a mic. I cannot do it. Um well we got Kayla and Bear coming because Kayla ultimately you think can't so? resist Bear. Yeah, oh yeah. We I think we saw it in like a this season on. They make out. Oh, really? Oh yeah. no. Oh it- no. You Poor know, Kayla's I like boyfriend. Kayla. Yeah, yeah. I oh, and Kayla's boyfriend. I like Kayla's boyfriend. His name is Scott. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> who, who can say? I know. But yeah, it, it's definitely coming. It's just like a really fun show. There's also like, there's so many episodes left, by the way. There's like 28 in this season or something like that. We've done four. So there's 24 yeah. more weeks of the challenge. Like, I'll be like in the great lawn of Central Park and like going out to restaurants by the time this season's over. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be we'll be back out in the world. We de- we definitely yeah. will. Like, there's literally 24 more episodes. I think something like that. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. What <laughs> what happens first? This season of the challenge ends, or the NBA season ends? Ooh, I'm gonna go challenge, but I would say like finals. Finals is probably the thing. Who knows? It's close. <laughs> Who can say? Whatever. I'm just I'm happy to have it. We're just we're down with it. You know, one of our favorite shows. Uh, very quickly, what else are you watching? Give me what else you're watching. Um, I'm watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Do I have to watch Too Hot to Handle? Nah, I think skip it. Of of the kind of like sensational. Joey, Too Hot to Handle or no? She said she's down. All right. I, I think episode two is better than one. Give it a shot. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I'm watching that. I'm watching Belgravia on Epix. You'll never watch that. It's like, it's um, like, I saw on, um, we have these, uh, all the pay phones turned into like uh digital ads. Yes. They're going hard yeah. at Belgravia from the, from I, the creators. Down Abbey guys. Yeah. Of Downs and Abbey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. I'm also like, were you like the sound guy? Like, were you really the creator? Like who knows? I'm watching the housewives of New York and Beverly Hills. Of course. Of course. You know what's yeah. great? Having Garcelle Beauvais Nylon on the show. Oh my God, I've always loved her. She's on Beverly Hills and I'm loving it. Oh yeah. Oh, I love um, Leah. I love, you know I love Leah. 
Oh my God, Leah's crazy. Le- yeah, Leah's nuts. She's injecting she's a lot of great energy, injecting a lot of great energy into that program. Dorinda being sad is a real bummer, though. Like Dorinda, like being mean. I do need, yeah. I don't like that because I ride or die for Dorinda. Um, what else am I watching? I mean, that's a lot. I'm also watching Making the Cut on Amazon, which is like the Project Runway reboot with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum. And I'm making my way through Ozark. I didn't do Ozark. Never did. Uh, we're doing like we're it. doing all the below decks. You don't do the below decks? I love below deck. I got to catch up on sailing out, but I love below deck. Oh, I'm sailing out it out. Oh, yeah. Every week. Every, every week, week. I'm just horrified by the boat. Horrified. I can't get over it. I talk about it all the time. It's awful. Um, but no, of course I love below deck sailing yacht. I love all the below decks. I'm How about I listen to your heart. Give me a quick I'm never gonna watch Listen to Your Heart. So like in 30 seconds, tell me what's popping. Here's the thing to listen to your heart. It's good. Like legitimately. What it is, it, it's it's very like 2003. It feels like an early century reality show. And it's the format of paradise with the thirst of aspiring singers in L.A., this like weird gravitas of Chris Harrison and a, a little bit of like Bachelor making out. It's it's actually good. Like for some reason, it just really it's works. Great sell. It's a great <laughs> I'm, sell. I'm, I'm into it. Check it out, man. I just want to <laughs> let the listeners know that was completely unprepared, off the cuff, and that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's Thank podcasting. So <laughs> Thank you, man. You bring out the best in me. <laughs> uh, you're the best, Juliet. Thanks for doing this, Jacobs, every single week. We'll be back next week on Wednesday, back to our regular night. That's right. Check us out. And don't forget to listen to Jacoby doing the last dance after show with his buddy and co-host Jalen. Who's your guest this week on Sunday night? We have Jason Hare, the director of the program. And on Monday, we have... Isaiah Thomas of the bad boys. And when you watch episode three and four, which I have seen Isaiah Thomas is featured prominently and we will discuss it with him Monday on the Jalen Jacoby podcast. Make sure you also tune into the Jalen Jacoby after show last dance, wherever you find podcasts. All right. We will. Thanks for listening. I'll be back on Monday. P.S. We're doing the show every day next week because it's reality TV week on TheRinger.com. So we'll just be doing regular shows Monday and Wednesday and some special stuff on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Check it out. Have a great weekend. Watch tons of television. <laughs>